Big Dog, listen. I think I know how we can get rid of this time, Uncle. You have to hear me out. I think I know where we're going wrong. Theorizing that one could travel within his own lifetime, you and I can step into a time accelerator and vanish. We might wake up and find ourselves trapped in the past, facing mirror images that are not our own, maybe even driven by an unknown force to change history for the better. Chad? Yeah. Are you just quoting the intro to Quantum Leap? Like, are you suggesting that we do the plotline to Quantum Leap? Exactly. Movies, my friend. Let's move to TV shows. We just need to build a quantum accelerator. So you think that my movie ideas are flawed? Exactly. Okay. What's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen, right? Oh, this time angle. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Time angle? <laughs> This is the Time Mongol. Time Mongol. And you can catch the Turn Level Report on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, and if I have anything to do with it, not much more to come. Not much more to come. You can catch them every Wednesday. Follow them on Facebook or Twitter. And I am Heal, baby. <laughs> Welcome, folks, to another episode of the Turnbuck Report. It's your people's host, Leland. With me tonight, to my immediate left, the guy, Chad. What's up, brother? Hey, Leland. How's it going? Um, uh, Good, good. Sorry, you threw me off there. Uh, maybe you get a little close to your mic. Your, your voice is a little thrown off there. Uh, What? Uh, Nothing. I guess nothing. And to my immediate right, the dog cast father himself, Josh. What's up, brother? What's up, guys? It's me, Kitty Cat Lambton. Uh, uh, is it? Is it the uh, any uh, the microphones? Are you, are you you feeling okay? What's up, man? I'm well, right here. Uh, you <laughs> you certainly are. Well, uh, well, well, guys. Um, man, I'm sorry. I'm a little I'm a little thrown off right now. I I dude, didn't what realize the fuck is your that, problem? Um, I'm just I'm just a little thrown off. Are you guys feeling okay? How much right? have you had to drink? Uh, too much, apparently, in yourself. That's what we call dead air. That's what we call dead air. That's okay. That's how I know something is completely wrong. Chad, what's going on with your voice? What, Leland, what the hell are you talking about? I mean, this is, this is me. It's just, it's me. We're supposed to be talking attitude error, right? Well, you know the script. I guess so. I mean, we can just get into it. And, uh, I, I, uh, so, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Attitude error. I mean, what's, what's your first, what's your favorite attitude error wrestler? Chad. Uh, my first one, you know what? I, I gotta just, I really just gotta say John Cena. <laughs> what about the Viper? The, 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 like, oh, you know what? The, the two of them, they, they just, you know, had the best rivalry going in, you know. You know, Randy Orton, you, you can't, he's the best. Yeah, absolutely. The Him and John added, Cena, those. Attitude those, hero. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what the fuck is going on here? What do you mean? You're certainly right. I cannot see you. Oh, oh, cut your mics. Cut your mics. What the hell is going on? You caught me. 
course I don't think Randy Orton's the best. Huh? It's the freaking Dave Batista, the animal. Alright, dude, yeah, we were fucking with you, bro. Like, totally. I hate John what? Cena, bro. You know how much I hate that fucking dude, but we had to fuck with you tonight. Josh and I were planning this shit. Hang we on, got you, bro. What? Okay, okay, so that explains the 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 wrestlers, but like your voice is okay? What's what are you talking on? about our voices, yeah. bro? What's going on? You sounded like women. Wait, hold up. Are you are you fucking with me, dude? Because of last week, seriously. No, no, because last week you were saying some shit about me, and now nah. it's like... No, I see how it is. I see it out. Big dog gets on the show. mic, and now all of a sudden we're women. Okay, all right. It's because I have Big boobs, man, isn't it? The people's it's, host. This is an overweight thing. Yeah, that's exactly nice. what it has nothing to do with your weight. It has nothing to do with you it, guys no, are fuck, clearly fucking no, with me. Fine. Bro. We, we were messing with you about the wrestlers we chose. Obviously, those two wrestlers are not Attitude Era wrestlers. We just wanted to mess with you for a little bit. But calling us women, dude, that's okay. a little bit of a low blow. Don't you think? Even for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. 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 Let's just let's just restart this because I, I don't I don't know. I don't my know. My finger is are... literally in my belly button. I'm so scared. <clears throat> I don't know. You know what? Uh, though disgusting. Josh and I uh, have something planned a little later. Um, it's kind of top secret. Uh, maybe we'll fill it in later, but uh, not right now, buddy. Josh and I right have, right Josh and I have a plan to save the world, pal. You're gonna, <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, so yeah, let's start over. All right. Yeah, you guys must be high or something. Let's let's can we just okay? Let's just do the show, okay? Okay. In three, two, one. Welcome, folks, to another episode of the Turnbuckle Report. It's your host Leland. With me tonight, the guy Chad. What's up, brother? How's it going tonight, Leland? How you feeling, buddy? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling randy. And I wouldn't feel that way if I didn't have the dog cast father himself, Josh, my man. What's up? What is up, my dude? Man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good tonight. I've got the uh, silver bullets going tonight. It's been mm. a beautiful day in Colorado. Mm. Corona free. Mm. Uh, the sun's shining. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. How how is it in the uh, in the in the north there, the northwest? Up in the Wisconsin's. Or no, that would not be the northwest. That that would be the organs. Organs? Well, no, it depends Can it on where you're east? looking. It depends on where you're looking because <laughs> I mean, if you look at the map, different. wouldn't we be even northwest? Am I right or you're right? It's two different things. Uh, just okay. It's how been, the fuck is it where you guys are at all day? It's been pouring rain all day. Jeez, you guys are you guys you you, you know what? The first time I bring up weather on the show, you guys just destroy me. So we're never talking about weather ever again. Mm, so we're going to talk about the attitude. It's sunny here in Wisconsin Wisconsin. If you give a shit, I don't give <laughs> a shit because you guys like barely get sun. So enjoy your one day. You know what? And then they're making us stay indoors. You know how mm-hmm. how fair is that? You know we 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 get sun like five days out of the year, and that and this happens to yes. be one of those five days. Yet then we got the yes. world saying you have to stay inside. And it's it's just it's just a tease, man. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. This Corona thing is destroying everybody and everything. But Facebook's really kicking. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've had we've been able to put a lot of love on the Facebook page, and uh, some funny things have come from that. So, you know, I I cannot go any further without bringing up that Josh, you've brought the dogcast back. I have. I had sure diddly did. How's that feeling right now? This is five years back. It is. It's good. It's good. It's good to bring bring it back. It's good to give everybody another platform to listen to twice a week. 
That's right. The uh, the turnbuckle team is expanding, and uh, we are we are certainly loving that. And I, you know, I gotta say, any platform we have that we can talk about the 1990s X Men animated series, I'm always pretty pumped about that. And that and that's been interesting because usually all of our texts have been uh, have been about wrestling, but recently recently we've been nerding out on this X Men stuff. So, man, I'm pumped for you. I'm happy for you. It's a fun show. I think it's because it all takes place because the Attitude Era was in the 90s hugely. X-Men was in the 90s hugely. Mm -hmm. What else is cooler than that? Mm -hmm. I came from the 90s. Nothing. So it has to be the best. I feel like you're right. I feel like what made me want to watch the X-Men 90s show as of recently was the fact that we were talking New Generation, Attitude Era. I mean, think about this. X-Men, that series, I think, ended when the Attitude Era started. So... You know, it was good to kind of relive that, you know. Um, I, it just brought back my childhood. It reminded me of that time. You know, it reminded me of a time when people weren't scared to be within, like, two inches of each other. Like, it was just good mm-hmm. to just relive that, man. So, to watch that old X-Men show today, watching... I think I watched the uh, uh, the Phoenix Saga and the Dark Phoenix yeah. Saga. Yeah. I watched them both back yep. to back. That one's so good, too. You know, and, and, and we were texting a little bit, and I, and I was telling you that... That actually watching that that uh, animated series actually made sense of the Dark Phoenix movie to me. Did you have that same feeling? I haven't watched the Dark Phoenix movie yet. I just finished the saga on the X Men cartoon, boy. and now I'm going to work on watch, watching the movie next. That's where I'm headed. See, that's not even fair because everybody in America watched the Dark Phoenix movie and was confused. Now you're not going to be confused. So screw you, Chad. Well, I mean, a lot of it didn't do so well on the Rotten Tomatoes score, but I, you know, I typically don't do that with movies. I don't sit there and look at a Rotten Tomatoes score and go, "Oh, guess I won't watch that." I usually have to. Well, no, it, I usually it, have to it, do it didn't it for do myself. good because it sucked ass. It made no sense, right, Josh? Mm. Here's oh, here we the go. Thing. Did I open a can of worms? I did. Here's the thing: the only thing shittier than that movie was most of the people in the Attitude Era. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! Holy fucking shit! All right, let's go. How let's get you into say it. Say that, okay? Well, yeah. I guess it all starts with where does the attitude era start for you guys? For me, there's a couple major things that kicked off. I'm wondering if we're on the same brainwave here, but there's a couple things that really kicked off that attitude era. Um, I'm just curious. Tell me your thoughts. What do you think really kicked it off? Montreal screw job for me. Mm. Yes, I was going to say okay. that. At least Josh and I can agree. I feel like two things, mm-hmm. Monday Night Wars and the Montreal Screwjob. Yeah, I mean, the Montreal Screwjob is kind of exactly where it starts, right? Because you get the uh, start of the Mr. McMahon character. And yes. then shortly after that, what was it? Uh, man, just a few weeks after that is when you got that interview, that famed interview where JR asked him, you know, about screwing Brett. And he says, Brett screwed Brett. That's really where all that comes from. For me, for me, the Attitude Era not only began with the Montreal Screwjob, but the influx of Hogan going over to WCW and creating the NWO. To be exact, July 7th of 96 is when he did that heel turn. And I'll tell you, I remember watching that live, and that had to have been one of the most monumental moments in my wrestling, um, <laughs> my wrestling life where I'm like, wow. That's the craziest thing because nobody would have nobody expected Hogan to ever go heel. When he came down to the Bash of the Beach, everybody thought he was 
he, you know, nobody, nobody saw him going heel. And you thought he was coming out to save the day, right? So he's walking to the ring. He's yeah. got this concerned face, you know, walking down to the ring, and everybody's popping for him because they're all excited that he's coming back. Everybody's hooraying Hogan. Point. Yep. Yep. And and he's doing his whole, you know, real American songs playing in the background. And then all of a sudden, dude turns heel, garbage thrown into the ring, and you have the birth of the NWO. And and that and this is something we've talked about. That is one thing I never think about with the uh, Attitude Era. For whatever reason, I was a WCW guy at that time, and I look at that as a separate thing. I never associate that with the Attitude Era. But you brought up some good points. You said if it weren't for the Monday Night Wars, there wouldn't be an Attitude Era other than the Montreal Screwjob. So to me, that makes total sense. Now that I see it in that perspective, Hogan going NWO, this kicks off a whole new type of era of wrestling at this point. Guys you never thought were going heel are going heel now. So it's changing the dynamic of wrestling and the kind of phases you're seeing in the ring. And that makes so much sense well, to it, me. It's not just going heel. It's it's going for that grittier, uh, more relatable character, that kick-your-ass kind of character. Because as we talked about in our New Generation era, and, and I, will, I will say it again, New Generation era was my favorite era of WWF wrestling. And... I have to admit that with that being said, the that era brought out a lot of goofy characters, the Bushwhackers. Um, Doink the Clown. Why they were, yeah, Doink the Clown. Uh, what was that really tall guy they made look like Sasquatch? He had the actual Sasquatch bodysuit. He was huge, though. He was like seven and a half feet tall. Mm. I'm, I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name, but... You know, you saw these these over the top characters, and it also seemed like every character in that generation was related to an occupation. So that's that's really where you had these goofy characters. Everybody was the IRS, the plumber, the what whatever it was. And then you get the Attitude Era. Case in point. Here's a good case in point. In the end of the New Generation Era, that's when the Rock. came on the scene, right? As Rocky Maivea. Yes. He comes in with the colorful tassels and the in the, the old uniform and, and the smile from ear to ear and the curly little curly cue hair and people were literally chanting in him, "Die Rocky die." This was 95 96, so this is just exactly ass end of the uh uh new generation. New generation. So he was still trying to put yeah. on this larger than life bright vibrant character, good guy persona, new generation yes. style character. Right. And I will say, I will say just real quick, this is the, the Attitude Era is the only era that literally began the minute the other one ended. Does that make sense? The Montreal Screwjob is when, when Bret Hart got screwed, that is when New Generation ended, that minute. And Attitude began because of what Vince McMahon did outside the ring. I mean, that's this is the only generations that really butt up that closely. And it was close the best other. plan it, they it, ever they had. had. That was the best setup they ever had. Oh, boy. I want to hear it. You know, and I knew you were going to bring that up on this show. And and there's some people that, that believe you. And there's some people that, that have this opinion. So just throw this out there. I, I want to chew on this for a bit. So your opinion, Josh, your opinion, Josh, is that we, the, the Montreal Screwjob was a, a total work. 100%. Right? Why? <laughs> think about it. Do you really think... The way that the camera zooms in on Vinskin spitting in the, the face. Then it zooms out to show him spelled WCW. He ends up losing in Canada 
they knew that he was leaving and there's no way to save him. So instead of using him and just having it end to be like, oh, on a farewell, they end it to not only try to give him a push for WCW is be like, you know what? They screwed me. I'm going here. But then it's also going to give the WWE a push to be like, whoa, what's going to happen now? Because they knew they needed something to change it up. And that's what really started the Attitude Era is with that happened. And if you think about it, why? Think about the only people that are keeping kayfabe here. You got Bret Hart, which Mm -hmm. literally lives, breathes, and sleeps the business. He's the kayfabe king. And Vince McMahon. Yeah, the Hart Hart family. Vince McMahon. Okay, they're saying the whole time. But then if that doesn't make you think, hmm, this will. Vince Russo, which 100% hates Jim Cornette, okay? They are in no way, shape, or form friends. They don't agree on anything. But you know what the one thing they do agree on? That the Montreal Screwjob was actually planned. And so you're telling me that if that was actually kayfabe, the two people that would break kayfabe is Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette wouldn't break kayfabe if his wife's life was on the line. <sighs> yeah. I've heard this side of the story, though. Is it because I don't want to believe that it's it's a word? I think so. Chad, what were you going to say? I've heard this side of the story. And if you read a lot of the uh, Montre- Montreal Screwjob books, documentaries, a lot of people, it, it goes back and forth. I'm kind of in the middle with this. <clears throat> it it really kicked off the thought that maybe for a minute there, this thing was really going down. Like, this is really happening. Um, you know, really getting the sympathy for your for Bret Hart. But on the same side of it, I've seen a lot of people say this was a total kayfabe. Um, it was meant to totally battle with WCW, put on a rivalry with that with that promotion. It had nothing to do with uh, Bret, had nothing to do with Shawn Michaels. It was simply for the ratings. I've seen it so many ways, um, but it did. I think we all can agree. What it did do is it did create an amazing rivalry by corrupting the image of Mr. McMahon on television and stole Cole mm-hmm. and Steve Austin. Regardless if it's kayfabe or no, not, it, it created something did. amazing. It, this is such good shit. As, as much as I, I completely and utterly disagree, and it sounds like I disagree with both of you guys, so go ahead and put it on the... Our, for all of our fans that know that jo- uh, Chad and I typically agree on everything, go ahead and put that on the calendar that I totally disagree with both of you guys. I feel like it was uh, it was not a work, that this actually happened, that it was completely a screw job, and it just so happened to have a convenient outcome for both companies. But you bring up a good point, Chad. What it does is it ignites Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because now, a character that has been around at this point, Stone Cold had been in that capacity for about a year at this point. And, and he was gaining some steam, right? I mean, it was uh, people were, were enjoying you know, the Stone Cold character, but they weren't over on him at a complete capacity like we, um, like we then came to see. But you're right, with the Vince McMahon character becoming that, that ultra heel, everybody that was a Bret Hart fan, which was a lot of damn people, then became WCW fans, and now they have another reason to hate the WWE, right? And they get behind Stone Cold. It was it was com- it was completely smart to put that character in there because everybody wanted to see Stone Cold just kick the shit out of Vince McMahon. Well, so, and, and that that kind of started for what the '96 King of the Ring when he uh, defeated your boy Jake the Snake, and and that's when John three sixteen was born. 
He said, you sit there, yeah, you use Austin, your Bible, yes. and, you, and it didn't get you anywhere. You talk about John 3.16, but Austin 3.16 says, I just whooped your ass. That just mm-hmm. that just ignited him. That that alone. Sometimes it just takes having the right angle and the right thing to say, and the fans just go fucking nuts. Right place, right time. Yep. And you know what's interesting about that, and I, th- I think we all had an off-air conversation about this, is Stone Cold didn't get over until he really got injured. Uh when he was wrestling before that neck injury with him and Owen Hart, he was a he was a worker. He was a technician in the ring. But afterwards, if you go back and look at that whole uh, Stone Cold Mr. McMahon feud, the wrestling was brawler. I think you were the one that brought that up, Josh, that he had become right. a brawler. That that seemed to really fit for that character. Yeah. Is is that is that when you really went over on him, Josh? I think so because I, I never really, to be honest with you, I never really watched. When I was getting into wrestling, I never actually was what like, watched that era too much. So when I when I, when, I, when I go back and watch how he was compared to what he then be, became, I think that's kind of where I liked it because the brawler aspect of him I felt was like a better character for his character, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, for that era, yeah, for that time frame, exactly, because nobody wanted to see a technical match between him and Mr. McMahon. They wanted to see the corporate Mr. McMahon get the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. You know, on the other side of that, you've got you got WCW Nitro, Monday Night Nitro, that's really coming out with a lot of great things. And I think one of the best ways they combated the, um, the influx of what the Attitude Era was doing in WWF, WWE now, was the Cruiserweight division. And I've just got a few names here. I just I just wrote down a few names, and, and we can dissect this. Rey Mysterio, Dean Malenko, Jushin Thunder Liger, Liger Juventud yeah. Guerrero, Chris Eddie. Benoit, Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero. You keep going, keep going, keep going. This is your cruiserweight division in WCW. They didn't mean a whole lot during the Attitude Era, but boy, in that Ruthless Aggression Era, was there any bigger names? <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, not at all. Besides Baby your Brock boy, uh, uh, Batista, mm-hmm. Dave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had to bring <laughs> indubitably. Up Josh, Josh, and I had some disagreements uh, this week, so I feel like I owe the dude a little bit of a a push. And we'll say that Batista was the man. This will be the rarest time you'll hear me say it, but Batista was the man during the uh, ruthless aggression era. He was, and we're going to be Leland, talking Leland, about Leland, that Leland. next week. I'm Leland. looking forward to that conversation. Give it a minute. Give it a minute. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Gary. Just let me have this for a second. Let me you have fucker. this for just a minute, man. Listen, such a fucker. If you know one thing that one huge character change that's completely overlooked and is huge during the Attitude Era is Kane. And it goes back to what we were just talking about. Oh, because you're so when right. Kane was introduced during the New Generation era, he was introduced as a surgeon. Remember that? He was a uh, dentist. Yeah, he was the dentist. The dentist. The dentist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That character went nowhere. And then he was fake Diesel. And big and Diesel right. too. He was the Diesel knockoff. He was fake. Or exactly. He was fake Diesel. So it was yep. always just these bullshit characters. And then when the Attitude Era came, you got Kane, which actually redirected the character of the Undertaker. And kind of shaped his angle for that entire era. I think Kane is a very underrated Attitude Era wrestler because, and I think he's overlooked, obviously, because you got Stone Cold, The Rock. You know, there's a lot of people that came out of that. The but Rock, yeah. Kane, I th- for me, was a huge part. 
Yeah, that's a that's a no. Very you're absolutely right, point. man. I'm I'm so glad you you stopped the train there because that's a great point. Is Kane? I, I revere him as one of my favorites, and you're absolutely right. That that's when he really kicked off. I, I guess I guess in my mind, I think of him more as a ruthless aggression guy, but that's false. That's wrong. He he really had the, his best work in the Attitude Era, didn't he? Brothers well, of Destruction. I don't know if he had his best work in that Attitude Era because. Like I said, my favorite era is Ruthless Aggression. So we'll get into that next week on my feelings on Kane. But to, to touch up on him for the Attitude Era, I feel that Kane is... Um, yeah. He was definitely his most dis- destructive. But I think in Ruthless Aggression, he was more vindictive. And and real quick, guys. I don't mean... Because honestly, we can say that the the Attitude Era has been dissected to death. And I, and I, and I really love discussing this but i i do want to jump ahead a little bit and i kind of we, we can go back if you want guys but i kind of want to jump ahead because i feel like it's important right so besides mm-hmm. having the nation of domination you had ron simmons which i think he was going by farouk at the time uh this was the chance for the rock to shine so he he became the leader of the nation became the people's champion and then eventually went face right so he was a heel at that time but th- those are all great things okay uh mick foley Great stuff. Dude love all that stuff going on, turning into Mick Foley. That, those are all great things. Throwing off the cage. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Correct me if I'm wrong. D-Generation X is in there too. But would you say, and maybe I'm wrong, I know that this was still you know a lot of women in WCW. You remember the Nitro Girls? Remember that? Hell Dancing yeah, in yeah. the ring? Absolutely. But would you say for yep. the WWF side, maybe the Attitude Era was kind of the start or the door opening for the women's revolution. Which I believe is one of the reasons what made them a step ahead. Because you had Lita, okay, Tristratus. I, I, I totally disagree, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I, I in the, atti- the Attitude Era was the era, for women at least, of uh, sex, of lewd. Um, there was some crude, don't get me wrong. You know, Sonny and Sable weren't putting on clinics, but they sure were doing a lot of lingerie they, matches. Sonny and Sable, yeah, but that, that's like also saying that like, yeah, so the bottom card people aren't put on a show. Right, but no one came to see Sonny and Sable. They came to see Lita and Trish Stratus, and they they would sell Bullshit. out Bullshit. You are completely no wrong, way. Josh. They did not tune in to watch Trish and Lita. First of all, because Trish and Lita didn't come in until the beginning of the Ruthless Aggression era, very end of the Attitude era. Second of all, their ratings spiked because they took clothes off of women, period. But I, w- I was more referring to like China, really is where I was getting at this, because she was getting in the ring with Hunter. And her and Hunter had a relationship outside the ring. So this well, was China kind of- was the, for me, China would be the one-off. She was unique. She was an attraction. Um, just like Big Show or Andre would be an attraction, you had this roided-out woman that just looked dominating and somehow but in was men's wrestling. Body when did you have that so, yeah. before that? And, and, I, and, I, don't, uh, and I'm not saying that to I'm just saying if you have a good answer, I'll totally believe it. I'm just saying when in this generation, mm-hmm. like, don't get me wrong, they were still taking their clothes off. It was still crude. It was still not women's wrestling as it is today. But I feel like this is the door. The women are starting to knock on the door and say, "Okay, let us in." Maybe not being allowed in, but at least starting to knock on the door a little bit. I, I just, I I feel like what you're referring to is really comes down to Trish and Lita, which I agree with that, but that wasn't necessarily the Attitude Era. The, the women's wrestling we see now is awesome. And I'll tell you, half the time I'm tuning into Raw and SmackDown for the women's division. So 
to to give that a nod to the attitude era, I just I have a really tough time making that connection. But now Trish, and it's 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 been wide known. Trish Stratus, Trish Stratus was the first uh, woman to step into wrestling that, quite frankly, looked only as she could look, and she could wrestle. She she could wrestle her ass off. I, I so, think more Lita in that aspect. I have to disagree with Trish, even though Trish did have a an appeal because of her looks. And I'm not taking anything mm-hmm. away from her wrestling ability, but Lita wasn't in that neighborhood of Trish's looks. She was a very attractive woman, but Lita getting out there and doing her thing, having the attitude herself. Mm-hmm putting on a show yeah. with Trish in the ring, becoming a women's champion. Like that I realize this is at the ass end, but the 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 attitude era doesn't really end for me until WCW goes down and that's bought out and that's leading into uh ruthless aggression. You still have two no, solid right. years with these women in the ring in the mix with The you're Rock, right. Stone yeah. Cold, mm-hmm. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, like these guys are still coming out doing their thing. The NWO, WrestleMania 18. They're all still involved. And you got these women just in the back, just knocking on the door saying, can you guys just let us in? Because I swear to you, we'll put on a show if you just let us through, come through the door. That's what I'm thinking. Now, you're right. 97, 98, they, all they wanted to see was these girls putting on a bikini and wrestling in the mud. And they were. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it was. Mm-hmm. They were throwing fucking mud out there and having these wrestle, women wrestle in it. When I was young, I was too stupid to realize how dumb that really was. But at the time, I fucking loved it. Um, oh, yeah, you're a teenager. But if they did that now, I'd turn it off. Totally turn it off. So those women, I feel like we're kind of leading the way, knocking on the door, saying, let us in. That, that's what I'm trying to get at. Not that it was there. Well, no, the clear distinction, you're, what you're right about is the clear distinction is in WWF, what you had was, uh, and I, I know I keep going back to him, but the Sonny and Sable, the sex appeal. And then in the women's division on WCW, you really didn't see a whole lot. You still saw Miss Elizabeth out, out there more as a, um, a valet. So they were still sticking to that old school mindset, I guess you could say. So yeah, in that aspect, they did lead the way uh, as far as putting women in more of a, a limelight. But I really don't think that kicked off for me until until Ruthless Aggression. Well, All right, fair enough. Even to branch away from that, one of the biggest things that Attitude Era brought was the fact that without the Attitude Era, and reason why it's not even so much one of the most crucial eras in wrestling. It's one of the most crucial eras in history, and here's why. Without Ruthless Aggression Wrestling Era, okay, let's say WCW wins. Today, you wouldn't have The Rock. You wouldn't have John Cena. You wouldn't have Stone Cold, what, what he is now. You wouldn't have all this stuff. So you wouldn't have the big movies. You wouldn't have Drax in, you know what I mean? You would have all these people. So the Attitude Era didn't only bring an exciting aspect to wrestling. The Attitude Era kind of changed the world. Man, I couldn't say it better myself. I mean, that you're absolutely right. Entertainment-wise, where would we be without Dwayne The Rock Johnson? I mean, where would we be if he wouldn't have got his start and learned how to create that character uh, that we all come to love in, in, in the WWE? Brock Lesnar. So, we would never man, have got him. That means that means that the That's UFC right. would never have seen him. I mean, there's so many things that like. Now, in my opinion, too, Josh, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but in my opinion too, because I know where you're going with that too. But I also want to bring up tag teams, like Edge and Christian. Like all of a sudden, we're not getting these goofy ass characters coming out anymore. It's actually legitimate, like hard ass 
tag team wrestlers. And I'm not taking away from like the golden era wrestlers or the new generation where you had some of those like uh, the British Bulldogs and shit like that. I mean like hardcore tag team guys jumping off ladders, doing crazy ass shit. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but Josh, go ahead. I agree with you. I mean, there would there'd be so many things today that wouldn't exist, one of them being AEW. Guarantee that wouldn't even exist. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I, Man, I feel like there's so much meat on the bone here. We could keep going another hour here with the Attitude Era because I, I'm I'm – I'm sad. I haven't even brought up. Uh, I haven't even brought up ECW and what that actually meant in the Attitude Era. But you're talking about the tag teams. I, first thing that pops in my head is, is Team 3D, the Dudleys, and where would we be in tag team wrestling without those guys? So, and I, I love giving man. love to Edge and Christian because those guys, yeah, to me, yeah. were just like I was in love with those guys when I, when I. And let us be clear, Leland, you and I, were, we, we did this together. You and I were both like this. We weren't the flip back and forth between the TV on, uh, you know, during commercial breaks no, between WCW and WWF. We stayed on WCW. But as I got yep. older and I revisited the Attitude Era, I fell in love with Edge and Christian. These guys were amazing. Like, just amazing tag team guys. Like, I just love them. To, to have Edge back today is just, it, it, it just, it, I appreciate it more now that I had to, the chance to go back and rewatch some of those. Like, and I don't mean to cut you out because I know where you're headed, but I just had to throw that out one more time. Glad you did, man. Man, tonight's been fun, guys. I enjoy it. I cannot wait to talk some Ruthless Aggression next week. I, I, we've got some fun things in store for that as far as uh, – I think we got a guest on the show, right? Is our Nick man Dizzy. Nick coming he'll on? He'll be here. That's right. That's right. Pixel Beards himself. He's going to be coming on. Maybe he'll uh, he'll he'll cut a, cut a promo for us about the old Pixel Beards. Let us know how his company's doing. So TBR we'll be looking one. forward to that. That's right. TBR1, get that 20% off on pixelbeards.com. All your beard and men grooming needs. You want to shave the upstairs, you want to shave the downstairs, or do you just want to shave a trail in between? Either way, Pixel Beards will get you clean. Here's the thing. If you're a man like me, you're going to need a lawnmower for all of it, so I'm pretty sure they can hook you up. So next week, we have... Ruthless Aggression. Ruthless Aggression. And I'm going to tell you, boys, I'm just as excited for Ruthless Aggression as I was for uh, New Generation and the Attitude Era. And I know my boy over here, the Dogcast father himself, that is his mm-hmm. bread and butter. Mm-hmm. I'd almost say he needs to run the show that week. Might have to. I might be too drunk for it. I don't know. With that, join us next week, baby. And whether you're heel, whether you're babyface, you do you. Oh, babe, these guys are driving me crazy. We just, we just finished. Ugh. They're just driving me nuts. I've got I've got a split and headache. I don't know what the heck they're doing. I don't know what's going on. I'm out in the loop on this thing here. Mind if I just I'm just gonna get a drink. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go sit in the hot tub and just and just kind of relax. Initiating system. What what what, what the hell is going? System one. Damn it, Josh! What the? Where the hell did my hot tub go? What, what do you mean your hot tub? It was right here. What? Uh, I mean, I mean, just my normal hot tub. My just, just normal hot tub. Did you try to make another time machine again? Yes. Okay. I thought maybe a comedy movie would work better. Bro, we gotta get rid of that time mongle, bro. I'm trying my best. Look, Quantum Leap didn't work. Back to the Future didn't work. <sighs> Wait a minute. I have an idea. What? Have you ever seen the movie Time Cop? Oh, shit.